0: David Kilikillen's Out of the Mountains, a disappointing book. This is a short book review of the book written while travelling in Afghanistan. I have not been a fan of General Petrius after what I saw of his operations in Afghanistan, nor of his predecessor, General McChrystal. So reading David Kilcullen was not a priority, nevertheless I was attracted to the imaginatively chosen title of this book, quote, out of the mountains, unquote, and a nostalgic reminder of the days of Che Guevara when urban gorilla was a much hated or much romantic word. The book turned out to be a big disappointment. Firstly, I contest the title and its logic. The US did not head into the mountains in 2001 and therefore and most US casualties in Afghanistan did not occur in the mountains but in the plains and deserts of Helmand and Kandhar. Kilikalan on page 7 states that Taliban main force was in eastern Afghanistan. This is a factually incorrect statement main Taliban force that inflicted over 60% casualties on the U.S. forces was based in southwest Afghanistan and northeastern Afghanistan. On page 25 he makes a fleeting or passing reference to Obama doctrine that is use of drones in Afghanistan but simply leaves this great fupa of U.S. policy without any discussion or analysis. The word drone, an important albeit much misused and an ineffective US arsenal tool, is not mentioned in the whole book at all. On page 25, Kelly mentions importance of action against non-state actors but does not explain that most non-state actors encountered by the USA and Afghanistan were Pakistani proxies. US action in Afghanistan was concentrated on non state actors as the USA had failed to devise any clear strategy about dealing with sponsors of non state actors in Afghanistan, that is, the Pakistani state. Thus, the USA kept on beating the tail of the snake, that is, the Taliban proxies. While Killikullen mentions Pakistani advisors in the entire narrative, he thinks that Pakistani factor was not as decisive as Taliban's inner dynamics, which remains a weak assertion of Kalikulan as it has no connection with hard facts of the situation. The repeated references to the war being mainly waged in the mountains, like again on page 27, are is, is factually incorrect, but Kalikalan repeats them again and again. The author's treatment of Karachi is sketchy and incomplete. He altogether misses out MQM, Liari Gangs, Kathor Gangs and the meddling of the Pakistani state as a result of which Pakistani military intelligence midwived the MQM and many other organizations that destroyed Karachi's peace. Kilikalan concentrates on cliches like massive population growth, But misses out more important reasons why Karachi, for example, became extremized and destabilized, that is, meddling of the Pakistani state agencies, the Pakistani state intelligence agencies. The chapter Future Cities, Future Threats is inconclusive, and the author fails to precisely explain how these future cities would become future threats and to whom. Theory of Competitive Control fails to explain real strategic essence of Afghan war. For example, Kilikalan fails to establish why Taliban were irrelevant and in hibernation from 2001 to 2006. His theory of competitive control holds weak ground. Like his view that Taliban are more effective in countryside because they dispense quick justice is nonsense and fallacious. Traditionally and historically in Afghanistan, government courts were never effective, especially in Pashtun rural areas and the issues were settled by local assemblies of tribal elders known as Jirgas. This process predated Taliban and then Kilikalan goes on making sweeping and factually incorrect statements. Like on page 157 he claims and there too, fallaciously, that they, that is the Taliban, had been solidly defeated in campaigns since 2001. Which campaigns, Mr. Kalikulan? Afghanistan was captured by the USA with zero military casualties in 2001, Mr. Kalikulan. One CIA specialist died because he was simply disregarding all the standard operating procedures and trying to be a John Rambo. Not a single US soldier was killed while US occupied Afghanistan in 2001 that is killed due to enemy action. The few who died did so because of friendly fire like a jet dam bursting inaccurately or some aerial incidents totally unrelated to actual fighting. 2002, 3, 4 and 5 hardly saw any fighting. So which campaigns is Mr. Kelikalan, the brilliant analyst, talking about? Now the second issue is Kelikalan's claim that Taliban were defeated. What is defeat, Mr. Kalikulan? NATO versus Taliban fights were hardly conventional battles and maximum NATO casualties were suffered by IDs. How Kallikalan thrusts terms like defeat is simply out of place and unjustifiable. Kelly Kellen nowhere explains why 2006 was a watershed between hardly any fighting and a marked escalation in fighting thereafter. He fails to note that this watershed had a major link with Pakistani state perceptions that the USA was supporting an insurgency in Pakistani Balochistan and that the Pakistani state must escalate the matters in Afghanistan to put the USA on a back foot. On page 157, Kilikalan underrates and underestimates the influence of Pakistani support and regards Taliban's system as superior and Pakistani role as not decisive. He claims that Taliban bounced back from military defeats Now, which military defeats and which fighting is Mr. Kelly Cullen talking about? As there were hardly any fighting in Afghanistan before 2006 7 these military defeats remain a mystery, Mr. Kelly Cullen. With just 12 U.S. deaths in 2002, we don't see any major activity and Operation Anaconda, much publicized in the U.S. media, was in reality a major skirmish rather a minor skirmish and a philosophic degradation of the very name anaconda in 2003 again there was hardly any worthwhile fighting and many u.s deaths in actual action resulted because of most phenomenally and incompetently cited u.s posts like skin from 2005 Pakistani state escalated its support of Afghan Taliban but our brilliant strategist Mr. Kilikalan remains bogged down in minor tactics simply because he fails to note what was actually happening at the strategic level although he claims to be a strategist hardly. Kilikalan throughout this book fails to note that US-Afghan war has waged against Soviets was the main factor that changed the entire social dynamics of Afghan society in general and Pashtun society in particular. The ISI and the CIA elevated the mullah from the lowest ladder of Pashtun society to the highest ladder since these mullahs with no self-esteem or pride were most easy to manipulate and kick into any direction by the ISI handlers. Colonel Qasim Abbas, first handler of Haqqani, described Haqqani as an absolutely third-rate village mullah who emitted so much stink that Qasim Abbas made him sit in the rare open body of his truck. But this lethal social experiment, which finally worked against the USA, in the post-2001 US-Afghan war is not identified by Mr. Cullen at all. Libyan conflict, which was a case of overwhelming odds against a puny third world dictator, is magnified by Cullen into a conflict of Napoleonic brilliance. My fault. The bottom line is that Cullen plays a lot with jargon and sociology and tries to lure the reader into minor tactics and details that are largely irrelevant to the strategic context of the discussion. He fails to establish how big cities like Karachi for example would be a threat to world peace or to the USA. He fails to explain the strategic rationale of the so-called escalation of 2009-11 led by McChrystal and Petrius that resulted in pointless US casualties. The book is a total disappointment and barren in real-time operational and strategic analysis.